In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short-sleeve moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Hey everybody, Mark Peterson here. Welcome back to another episode of the Journey Within Podcast. Well, I am off into Azerbaijan this week filming a tur hunt, so I would like to say I'm going to have fun, and I know I'm going to say I had fun afterwards, but right now I'm probably grueling up a steep mountain. So I've got Aaron Blisey co-hosting for me this week. He's sitting down with Eric Shell from WTA, and they're going to cover the most affordable hunts and how to maximize your dollar when planning hunting trips. This is one you guys got to listen to. I hope you guys enjoy. As always, let me know your feedback. Love to hear it. That's how we get better. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Journey Within Podcast. And uh, today I am back with Eric Shell from WTA. And we are going to be talking about affordable hunts or, I mean, you and I have talked a little bit, return on investment hunts, like those hunts that might be, seem like they're unobtainable. You oh, know? yeah. I, I, I'm excited about this one because you're, you're very passionate about this one. I can tell when you and I were talking off record, you're like, here's some ways and you're drawing it out on paper for me. And I'm like, okay, let's get into this. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? We all want to maximize <laughs> our dollar, don't we? hundred percent. Hundred percent. So let's get into first. Um, do you think it'd be good to start with um, the process? You know, as far as like, if there's a hunt out there that is X amount of dollars, how can I get that for a cheaper rate? Maybe would that oh, be a good I, way to start? Yeah. No. Totally. So that that's not an uncommon thing. Someone calls into our office. Uh, example: They, I want to go on an elk hunt. I want a 300 plus inch bull. Yep. Uh, let's just say those are the only two prerogatives. Well, you know, if we want to meet those those kind of predetermined factors on the open market, a lot of times you are going to be in that 15 plus thousand dollar range to get what they want. If we are going to buy it today. That's the thing. That's the big difference there is, okay, if we buy this today, it's going to cost us $15,000. And you're saying like, go buy the tag today. Yep. Go buy a hunt with a guaranteed 
tag. So that would include a guaranteed tag and an outfitter, mm-hmm. meals, lodging, kind of an all-in cost. Let's yep. call it $15,000. Okay. <clears throat> and that would allow us to go this fall, everything's clean cut. There it is. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times when you drop that $15,000, it goes to, ooh, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not going elk hunting. Well, why is that? Oh, well, you know, it's over budget. That's, that's a pretty good chunk of change. And a lot of people start to go doom and gloom at that point, but mm-hmm. that's not the only answer. It's not always to just buy it today. The other option to look at is building preference points somewhere. Yep. You know, let's take Wyoming for an example. You can build preference points for about 50 bucks a year okay. in Wyoming to get that same hunt in Wyoming and shoot a 300 plus inch bull, same exact same hunt. We would need somewhere, let's call it seven preference points. Okay. So, so you're looking we, at seven years. So what is that? Matt? $350. Okay. We're now invested $350 into this to build the necessary points. That same hunt in Wyoming is $7,500. So now all of a sudden, we cut the actual price of the hunt in half. And then we spent a we spent a few hundred bucks on points. And the only difference is, is you'd just be waiting a couple more years. Exactly. That's the only difference. Okay. Is you, you can't go tomorrow, but it also cuts the fee in half. And I don't know about you. There's more than one thing I want to hunt in life. Yes. I can probably find something else to do next year if it means, and the year after, if it means me cutting my actual price in half, I'm all about that in life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm, dude, I squeak when I walk. I'm so cheap. (laughs) Oh, you're preaching to the choir, buddy. (laughs) No, that that makes sense. So, and and I don't think that that picture gets painted for a lot of, clients or a lot of people that are like very i think that's what turns them off is the money doesn't it oh it it has sticker shock to some degree yeah uh but in the same breath there's i don't know we live in a society that wants it yesterday oh yeah so you know to some regard there's always people that are going to do that and it just like everything in the world we live in today inflation is real in hunting just like it is in the rest of the world There's people that are going to do it no matter what, and the prices have been driven up by those factors. So as those prices continue to rise, it only makes, you know, call it playing the long game Mm -hmm. of building the points, you know, almost for some mandatory. For others, they'd rather do that and save the money uh, in due time. Because if you quantify that over the course of 10 trips, we're talking about a, a huge sum of money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, if we're talking seven years, like, you know, your, your description there, you know, that still gives you the ability to do some of these lesser hunts. I shouldn't say lesser hunts, but like less expensive hunts to kind of pass the time and keep building up for that big hunt that you want to do. Oh, exactly. You know, lower cost, more obtainable type hunts, stuff that mightn't be an over-the-counter tag or easy draws. You know, you can always fill in with antelope, mule deer, um, just call it maybe less prioritized species. But you're still out there getting experience. Yeah, you're still having a great time doing it. Yeah. So in a lot of circumstances, I mean, I see the 
the reason to wait, not only financially, but the overall, you know, experience of it, part of it going into it is, is the planning process. Okay. So on this, on this money side of things, let's say hypothetical, when you have a client that calls you and says, I can't afford this hunt, but what are, what are some, you know, ways that you can talk them through to make it more manageable or obtainable? Like, is there like a, a payment option or is there just a way that you look at it where it's like, okay, let's do this and it'll be more obtainable over maybe more years. I don't know. What is that? So definitely like we just discussed, the draw is one option. Mm-hmm. It does push out when that hunt would actually take place, but that helps manage the, the cost of it. Another option is booking further out. That way, you know, I have, you know, I'll put 25% down on the hunt today and I've got a year to come up with the other 25%, just spread that out. And I have a lot of, uh, you know, younger guys in our age bracket, Aaron, that, you know, they uh, specifically, they all want to go hunt mountain goats in Alaska. We have some really strong value hunts up there that are, call it nine grand average mountain goat there's a lot of mountain goat hunts going for 15 plus right now so 9k over 15 is pretty appealing the draw odds are one in four it's 100 random so i have a lot of guys that they're on the program of all right i'm not going to do it this year i'm going to sack away the deposit on it and i'm going to keep that in a rainy day fund because mm-hmm. with one in four draws in five years statistically we should hit it that money okay. lives over here somewhere else. When I hit this mountain goat tag, I've got it saved. I'm ready to go. We've pre-planned that, pre-thought about it, knowing what the odds are, and it's going to save you know, it's going to save us forty percent on the hunt price by doing it this way. Yeah, you're. I mean, over that course of time, you're saving six, seven grand possibly in that whole. Oh, exactly. You're almost half. Yep, and then like I, you know, those guys. Throw it at some. Throw it into something secure. Mm-hmm. Throw it into something with a seven percent return, nine percent return, a good blue chip stock. Mm-hmm. Let that money grow a little while you're waiting. Yeah, that's not a bad plan at all. So, let's say a guy comes to you and says, "I want to book X hunt, you know, in ten years, but I want to put money down right now." Do you have some sort of like? For the next 10 years, you take a deposit for to kind of grow that money. You know what I mean? So he's not like putting 10K down, but he's like building towards it, but maybe putting 500 bucks down. Do you have a process like that? No. No? No. Okay. We can't do it <laughs> because the hunts would just go up too much in price. Yeah. Well, uh, that's true. The, no. the unknown factors there, uh, you know, we can't do that. Um, in a lot of circumstances, we can lock hunts in depending on the hunt in question, you know, three or four years in advance. Sure. And depending on the situation, sometimes you can price lock, which can insulate you in a major way. Mm-hmm. Um, take it for instance, the Peninsula Brown. Move that mic a little the, closer. The, per, the Peninsula Brown Bear hunts, a few of these other options, you know, the guaranteed tag type of a hunts. They do allow that price locking well in advance because they know what they're dealing with in terms of quotas and and clients. Gotcha. On so those ones, yeah. In in that sense, you could book it well in advance, know what you're on, start making installments towards that, 
and and working towards it. And then the draw, like I said earlier, those price examples we laid out, especially when you're in the your name's in the hat for a bunch of different random tags. Mm -hmm. A lot of times the best thing you can do is save ahead of time and just leave that money in the slush fund because you know one of these days you are going to hit one of those tags. So instead of scrambling after the fact, do it on the front end. That way everything stays hunky-dory at home. (laughs) If you got a wife and you got kids, every you know, the same problems most of us have. Oh, yeah. It's already there. Everybody knows what it's for. It's not an issue. You draw the tag, you can be happy about it and not be scrambling trying to figure out how to pay for it. Know when and where to hunt with HuntWise. No matter where I am in the world, I'm always dropping pins and tracking my adventures through their mapping features. And one of my favorite features that they have is RutCast. It's perfect to help me know when and where and exactly what stand to hunt during the rut. Search HuntWise in the App Store and use promo code MP25 to get 25% off a Pro or Elite HuntWise membership. Again, that's promo code MP25 for an additional 25% off their Pro or Elite HuntWise membership. Gotta check them out. From my Upland Slam in 2019 to the South America Waterfall Slam in 2022, anytime I'm headed on a wing shooting adventure, I'm always picking up my Benelli shotgun. If you want to dominate the skies, shoot a Benelli. See their full line of Benelli shotguns online at BenelliUSA.com or drop into a retailer near you. Black bear, bison, or whitetails, it doesn't matter where I'm going or what I'm hunting, Sever Broadhead has the right broadhead for me. They are the best expandable broadheads I've ever used. Give them a try. Right now, use promo code MP5 online at SeverBroadheads.com for an additional 5% off an already discounted product for the best possible deal. Again, that's MP5 at severbroadheads.com. No matter where I'm hunting in the world, I'm always wearing my Mindel boots. I guess you could say I sort of live in my Mindel hunting boots. And right now at mindelusa.com, using promo code MPJourney, you can get a free pair of hunting socks when you order your pair of boots. Again, that's promo code MPJourney at mindelusa.com. Now back to the journey within. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Not feeling guilty, you exactly. know, taking away from your kid's college fund, <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> no, that to- that makes total sense. Um, what are some hunts that are surprisingly affordable in your eyes? So, from an affordability standpoint, for just like an average Joe guy, you know, when it when it comes to the draw tags, by far, antelope are what I would consider to be the most affordable as an overall. 
Um, hunting's expensive. That's just yep. That's is the what it, it is today. So when it comes to affordability, antelope are you know by far the most. But then I at that point I turn around and I I switch from the word affordable to the word value. Okay, where am I getting my value return for my dollar? And when I look at it from that perspective, I have to go to elk and mule deer right away. Okay. Because if you put the time in on the front side of building points, you're extending, you know, you're not going to do the trip tomorrow. You're right. extending that out maybe three to five years, but then you're going to see a value for your dollar that you will not see if you say, I have to go this next year or I just don't want to do it. Okay. You know, that value over time adds up monumentally because you're going to get an equal hunt for half the money or 60%, uh, like we discussed in Alaska. And then on the sheep hunts, it's a monumental savings. You know, a sheep hunt in Alberta will run you 50 plus K. If you draw a tag in the lower 48, you're looking at somewhere between seven and $9,000, hmm. typically depending on logistics involved. Just for the tag, for the hunt. Oh, just for the okay. Gotcha. Hunt. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so, like I said, over time, that that is huge. If you're a guy who does one trip every year or every other year, you start figuring that out over ten or twelve trips. Now, all of a sudden, we're talking about being able to add another, you know, almost double your trips overall because of that savings. Hmm. Yeah. That's great. I mean, the sheep, the sheep game to me is such a long term play, though, isn't it? You know, you're looking for, you're, you, you've got a. If you don't have the funds relative, you know, available, it's like that's a long term play. I mean, for me, that'd be a lot, a lot of years I'd have to wait. Oh, it could be, yeah. or you could be the guy who draws the first year he applies. <laughs> I. It happens every year. We yeah. have a client hit a sheep tag who maybe first, second, third year they've ever applied there's states out there that's when it comes back to you know knowledge of these systems if you're a 60 year old guy who's never applied before and says i want to hunt a sheep you got to apply in states where it's 100 random because at that point equal odds are your best odds yeah. you can't play the points game guys our age well we can play the points game a little bit so yep. you just you got to look at it differently depending on on what situation that person's in Yep. So that that's where the benefit of WTA comes in then, right? So there's those draw tags, you know, getting in those lotteries to get those draw tags. And like you said, in turn, you're going to be saving a lot of money. Could mm. be, could be over the years. Oh, it, yeah. No, could be. You will be. Yeah, you will. You'll, be. We will 100% save money on building points and drawing those, those, specifically the elk deer antelope tags as opposed to just going and buying it okay it will be a monumental savings over the course of 10 years yep okay so another hypothetical here i like the hypothetical ways uh if you have a client call you and say i want x adventure but can only spend this much and whoever however much that might be how do you narrow down a good experience hunt but affordable for the client does that make sense? Yeah. No. And sometimes we can find a match, you mm -hmm. know, uh, in circumstances it's okay. Let's, let's adjust something here. 
Mm-hmm. You know, maybe let's say instead of wanting a 330 bull, let's say let's tone back the trophy quality. Let's keep the experience the exact same. Let's be in a great lodge on a wonderful private ranch. Bull still bugling. Yeah. And instead of, you know, 330 bulls, we're going to hunt 290 bulls. And that can help bring that cost down where we're getting the same experience. At the end of the day, nothing will be different except for the expected trophy size. Sometimes we we have to almost call it rethink our inks a little on the deal. If <laughs> all of us want to shoot a sheep. Is it realistic for most of us to go buy a sheep hunt? Depending on the situation, mm-hmm. sometimes yes, sometimes no. But the experience, again, let's fall back to the experience. Okay, what about a mountain goat hunt? What about going to do a Barbary hunt in New Mexico? There's, there's the experience will lie the same, even though we're switching species. So, you know, to some degree, I always ask guys, you know, what is the priority? Is it the species or the experience that comes with it? Because it's to certain people are going to say one way and the other half will say the other, just depending on your own personal views. Mm -hmm. So once we narrow that out, we can then say, all right, yeah, let's switch species, let's switch locations, depending on how they answer those questions. But there's always a way. It's just got to be talked through. Yep. That makes sense because, you know, I would, I might pay, you know, a little bit more for the full experience, you know, and that might be from A to Z than the quality of trophy. You know what I mean? Like I might pay for, you know, the quality of trophy might only come with a couple of that, those experiences when it might, I don't know, I, I guess I might be talking in circles here, but I'm looking more for like an affordable way to do it. Like you said, like I would pay for, Maybe a little better lodge, maybe a little better food, but a lesser animal to get that full experience if I'm going to do it one time. Oh, yeah. Same thing. I mean, I I don't know. It's not like I'm old, but the older (laughs) I get, there are certain animals to me. I I make no qualms about it. I'm a trophy hunter. When it comes to to mule deer and elk, I trophy. Mm -hmm. If I go mountain goat hunting tomorrow, there... I, I'm looking for a mature representative of the species. Mm-hmm. I'm going mountain goat hunting because of the experience and the memories I'm going to make there, not to go bust out a tape line and figure out how big it is. Yep. That yep. does not matter to me. Yep. I'm going for the experience. So, I mean, to a lot, and I think a lot of people fall in that same category where they've hunted one animal enough where they're maybe a little choosier mm-hmm. about what they choose to to harvest, but they could go on a different hunt and they really don't care. Yep. It's about going there for the experience. The animal is just a pro bonus of the whole thing. Well, and you know, you talk about like a, like a goat or a sheep hunt, like you're talking, you've, you've got to, you know, usually take a flight up to up North somewhere, you know, whether it's in Canada or Alaska or wherever, get on a mountain it's going to be cold usually it's like you're you're camping out there it's that's an experience you know what i mean for an elk hunt a lot of guys like yourself you can drive to a mountain you can still camp out there it's going to be on the mountain and you know it's 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 a little more convenient on the elk side of things when the to me like a billy goat is like there takes a lot of time and effort and planning to go into that 
where it might be like, well, this might be a one-time deal for me. You know, does that make sense? Like elk, I feel like I could do elk repeatedly because it's in the lower 48. It's a little easier for me to get to a little, you know, more affordable, but you know, sheep hunt or something or a goat hunt, it's going to be a little tougher. There's more to go into it. I feel like. Oh yeah. Much more on the logistics home front. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Well, cool, man. I, I don't know if I have anything else for you. Do you have anything that you want to kind of conclude this whole thing with? Oh, no, I think we've kind of hit the high spots here. Yeah. Like I say, sometimes you just have to ask yourself, what do I want now versus am I willing to wait yeah. and weigh out the pros and cons to you on, on how that dollar is best used when you're arranging a hunt. Yeah. And if you're willing to wait, like you said, it could, you know, your return on investment is going to be a lot greater. Yes, know. sir. Awesome, man. Well, Eric, thank you very much for coming on again. I greatly appreciate it, man. All right. Have a great day, Aaron. You too. Thank you everyone out there for all the support and downloads. Don't forget, go leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts. That always helps. Also, if you're looking to book the hunt of a lifetime, go visit WTA at WorldwideTrophyAdventures.com or give the team a call in the office at 1-800-755-8247.